You're listening to the City World Radio Network. High-definition digital radio broadcasting from the city to the world. www.cityworldradio.com Welcome to Morphmom Moments. What a fun, fun night we have tonight. What a guest I have for you all tonight. Get your notebooks out, get your pens out, because I know you're going to want to take notes. No question. You're going to learn a ton tonight. I've already learned a ton just from meeting Randy and everything that she's done so far. Um, and before I do our, fi- our formal introduction, I want to welcome all my prior listeners back. Thank you for coming back. And anyone new tonight, Welcome. Um, and just a quick introduction, if you don't know what you got yourself into tonight, my name is Kathleen Smith. I founded Morph Mom about six and a half, seven years ago. I'd been a prosecutor prior to that for many years. I'd stopped to raise three kids with the intention of always going back. Uh, not exactly easy after 14 years. It was not exactly welcomed back into the field. thought, okay, now what? Where do I begin? I have no confidence. I have no contacts. I have no direction I don't like I, I love the law and you know prosecuting and working in jails this is what I know I don't know anything else and it was a really really scary place to be in and it was really daunting to think well how do I even take that next step so rather than reinvent the wheel and after a great deal of consternation and struggle and you know just really trying to figure out what to do I thought wait a minute I can interview so I founded Morph Mom, which is M-O-R-P-H-M-O-M, with the intention of going out and interviewing women all over the country, and actually not New Jersey. I started in California, because as many of us starting out are worried that people will say, what are you doing? You can't do that. I wanted to go as far away from New Jersey to start this, so no one could question what I was doing and, and throw an obstacle in my direction that may stop me from doing it. And I just started interviewing women, and I wanted their stories, the steps they took, how they did it how they figured out what their passion was, how they, once they discovered that, how did they take that idea and turn it into something? And most importantly, many times, what didn't work? Because, you know, anyone who experiences social media and everything is great in everybody's life and it's so depressing, I thought, let's really open up the curtains and show things that didn't work for people and make people, make those of us who couldn't figure out what to do feel we had a support system. We had a community. We had someone that we could reach out to who had gone through these struggles and had overcome these obstacles. So that's how we began. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of interviews from all over the country of women's stories and how they did it. Since then, each year we kind of progressed. We started to write for the, I started to write for Huffington Post and share these stories. We now have this radio show every Thursday night. Well, now, I mean, we've been doing it for years, but feels like new. Uh, I've been doing this for years, uh, sharing stories. It's also a podcast on iTunes under Morph Mom Moments. Tonight's show will be up there tomorrow as well, because I know you're going to want to listen to it again. Um, we have conferences. We have classes. We most recently, and I have to thank anyone listening tonight who attended our most recent Westfield conference um, in New Jersey this past Monday. Huge success. Unbelievable speakers. Unbelievable guests. We're going to do another conference in June for those of you who are on the wait list. We'll be announcing it soon, and we were thrilled to announce and launch our latest thing, which is an online community called The Club, and officially going up April, but we're taking registration now. It will be a 24-7 online community of support, of webinars, of material, of blogs, of writings, so we're thrilled to announce it. Stay tuned. Stay on morphmom.com, M-O-R-P-H-M-O-M.com, and you can learn all about it, and as I said, registration is open now. But without further ado and without listening to me anymore, I'm sure you're all saying, let's get to why we're here tonight. It is my honor uh, to introduce my guest, Randy Levine. And by the way, had Randy and I known about Randy seven years ago, I never would have had to go through that struggle that I had gone through. She's a CPC founder and CEO of Randy Levine Coaching. She's a nationally recognized transitional life strategist. She's a Fortune 500 keynote. She's an author, and she's a reinvention expert. And what I love about something I read about you, Randy, was it's not about wanting success, but it's about living successfully. And if I'm correct, I think after 15 years of of corporate America, you stayed at home with kids and had your own reinvention as an entrepreneur and coming into this world of transitioning and and allowing others to transition. 
and help them along the way. Um, Randy's been a guest expert on numerous podcasts, radios, and panels, a contributor to Thrive Global, Huffington Post, Reader's Digest, Working Mothers Magazine, just to name a few. She's also created the Personal Success Accelerate System, and she's a contributing author uh, to an anthology series called Get Results. Um, Again, it's an absolute honor and thrill to have you on tonight. Thank you, Randy, for joining us. Hi, Kathleen. Thank you. It, it, it really, and when I say that, when when I tell my story, it was really scary and daunting, and I, I didn't know what, I couldn't get out of my own way. I couldn't figure out where to begin, and really, had I, if only I'd known you seven years, eight years ago, life would have been so different, although I wouldn't have been here now. Um, <laughs> tell, us, so, tell us about your, like, so you were originally in corporate America. I, think I was. was 15 years. So tell us a little bit about that and how you sort of transformed your own story. Okay, so I was in fashion buying and merchandising and HR and um, always in the corporate sector and decided when I started my family that I was going to stay home and I thought it would be a, a relatively short gig and one kid became two kids and, you know, became the... Uh, the CEO of stay-at-home moms in that right. process um, and, you know, always knew there was going to be another chapter. I knew I wanted to open a business, but I, I didn't know what that was or when that was or what that meant. And one year turned into another year and, you know, like we all do, we stand in our own way at some point. Um, and this reinvention was happening whether I wanted it or not. It was just I myself was changing and... Um, or morphing, in, in our case, for today's discussion, yeah. um, and really needed to kind of buckle down and figure out what was that? What was this next thing that took every skill, every passion, everything that I loved and brought it forward? And I asked myself one really compelling question, and it's a question I ask my audiences now, my clients now, almost, almost all the time. And the question is this, what would you do if it were 10 years ago and nothing were standing in your way, not money, not excuses, not time, none of it, what would you do? And I knew the answer to that question. I just needed to know what to do with it. So what I tell people to do is, is when, you, when I say that question, something comes to mind. And I say, take that from the past and drop it in today. What can you now do with that answer? Does it still stand? Is there some piece of it that you could take action on? For myself, it was about legacy. It was about, I thought, the dictionary definition of what we, we find yeah. <laughs> when we're gone, right, what we build up in our lifetime. And then I cer- certainly came to, to know quickly that, that it wasn't that legacy. It was a legacy that I was redefining in the current moment. What can we do now that drives and curates and designs the life that we want. And so, you know, I knew I wanted to have my own business. I knew I wanted a public platform to to speak and to write and to help and support other women. And so I went back to school and I got certified in coaching and, you know, I hit the ground running and, um, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of the history of it. Um, Yeah. So really the whole, how many years were you home before you started again? A long time, way <laughs> longer than anyone needed to be. I don't divulge <laughs> that information. But let's just say that my kids didn't need babysitters anymore. Okay? Right. right. <laughs> I, was, I overstayed my welcome, and I knew that. But I yeah. couldn't connect the dots at the time on a simple concept. I thought yeah. that in order to be this incredible at home mom, this incredible, you know, nurturing person, the anchor of our family, the glue that held everything together, that I needed to do this or that. I couldn't do both. There was no and in the equation. I didn't think yeah. I could step into my own thing or step back into corporate, certainly, and do it well. How can I do both? And now when I look at that, I, I say, oh, my gosh. And today I coach women all the time on the concept of and. There's, yeah. there's, there's a connector in that sentence. Yes, you're overwhelmed. Yes, you have a lot to do. Yes, your days are full. Yes, you have children that need you. And what can yeah. you do? So there, there's a second piece to that story. We don't need to shut everything down because we're doing something else. There's there's always that piece of you that needs to stay active and vibrant and renewing. And, you know, most of us at some point 
sort of forget about that and that segue from what we've we've known to what we are doing into what's next becomes huge. We look at it and we don't know what to do next. You know, it's it, it's it's the unknown, and, and we don't do unknown that well, right? As it's, people, so it's funny. That's the name our conference is. We call them "What's Next" because that like it seems like such a simple question, but it's terrifying. It's not. And right. I just want to back up a little bit. So interesting what you just said when you would ask the women what they were doing and you use the word and instead of but. Yeah. So I can't get out of my way if I say but. Right. But and we all do that, it. But, but, and then it's the time or it's the, the money mm-hmm. or it's the somebody needs you or whatever it is. Right. It's an excuse. Right. Right. But the and opens up a whole world yes. of possibilities. Yes. And lets in all of those opportunities. It's like a wel- welcome mat. Now, even though, and again, I'm not asking, I don't want, I don't want you to give trade secrets your, the amount of time that you were home, but do you think, had you gone back earlier, you would have done something different? Like, had you not stayed home as long as you had? Well, that's a great question. And the answer is, is that everything comes in its own time. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. think that I would be doing what I'm doing the way I'm doing it, as well as I'm doing it, right. if I wasn't doing it now it's right. it's a summation of all of the ups all of the downs all of the skills all of the wins all of the losses and that's what i tell people it all is collective it's it's your life story you bring to the table that makes you unique and if you cut it a little short cut it a little long it's not the same story yeah. so i'm all happy with my story now and yeah. and that's my journey to have gotten here and it's not that it's you know, people say, oh, what's your story? It's not like it's some crazy story where I was left on a doorstep somewhere, you know, <laughs> this hard, hard, you know, harder knocks way of, of, you know, what happened to her. It's relatable. And, yeah. and, and that's what I think people like and, and when they work with me, when they hear me speak, when, when they read something that I write, it's relatable. And I try to make things relatable because we get stuck. We do. We just get stuck. We get in our own way. We, we, we become creatures of habit, things that we do and things that we know. And we look at it and we say, oh, I'd like to try that. Mm, not really. So uh, yeah. one question that, that, again, with these conferences that we deal with is, okay, so you're sitting there and you're you know, struggling with what, what's my passion? What do I want to do? What's going to make me happy? So when you sort of, you had the seedling, you'd always know you were going to go back, you were going to do something. Right. But, I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Right. So when, if, if you can remember, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a certain time or whatever, when was it that you kind of knew what you were going to do or what was it that you were like, wait a minute, I've got it? When, and then what mm-hmm. was your first step? Like, Big birthday was coming, um, and I asked myself exactly that question. I just asked, what would you do if it were 10 years ago and nothing were stopping you? So take the fear out, what's left? And I said, oh, I'll go back to school and I'll get my MSW. That's cool. I want to help other women. I, you know, I'm good at this. I love working with people. And I started to research that. And I started to look at all the local universities and, you know, what did they offer? And up popped coaching. <laughs> I really? Coaching, popped up at Fairleigh Dickinson University. It had become a new venue for them of 17 or 18 venues that they were using. It was literally my, a couple miles from my house. And I said, whoa, what is this? And I really didn't know a lot of people who were coaches, but I started asking and inquiring, and I called them, and I I took on this major research project of talking to anyone who was coaching, anyone who had gone to school there, you know, what they offered, all of this. And then I knew. I just knew. And, you know, I just did it. I just called up and, you know, gave them my credit card, and, and the rest is history. And... Um, it, it, I think it is that click-click, and it, it yeah. tends to be that way with clients that I work with in, in a similar vein as well. It's one minute you don't know, and the next minute you do. And it's once you open yourself up to um, allowing that in and listening to what you know your life is telling you and what feels right for you and, and not being afraid to inquire or imagine what that looks like for yourself. Well, it's funny. It's so interesting. That's what, what you were just saying, like going in thinking MSW and coming out with a completely different degree. Well, it's yeah, so I mean, completely different, but not. I mean, a lot of the, the you know, the, the scope is similar. Right, know, right. But I mean, having not even, not right. even known about coaching and just... No, not really. It wasn't on my radar to, to say, oh, I'm going to be a coach. Yeah. So 
you start the process. And how long was the schooling? How long did that take? It took nine months from, from the moment I signed up, and they told wow. me on the phone, um, the person that I had worked with and t- took in my own, all my information said to me the following, just start. And I said, what do you mean just start? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to start classes starting a month and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 just start. Just start. I got off the phone and I literally said it out loud. I'm like, what is she talking about? How can I, who's going to take me seriously? You know, I, I get, yeah, right, just start. And I thought, well, wait a minute. I can start because don't I need certain things like a business card that says I, I'm alive and this is who I am? Right. You know, I need to decide if I'm calling this business something. Oh, a LinkedIn? What is that? You know, a Facebook account? You know, what are all these things? So really starting to put together from, from the bottom up all of those components. Oh, I can network now? Yeah, I can network. I don't have to have the degree in my hand to go into a room full of people and talk to them. Yeah. So all those components were a start. And, and I do tell people the exact same thing, you know, just start. Because if we don't, you get in your way and you're waiting again. And it's a waiting game. And do you think a big part of it is saying it and putting it out into the universe? Like, once you say oh, it, yeah. you've kind of committed to yourself and everything oh, yeah. else. Oh, yeah. And then and then the, the, the bigger piece of that is to stay really consistent with that question of, you know, how, how do I start? How do I do this? You know, it's out there in the universe. What, what piece of it can I do today? What, what piece of it can I do tomorrow? And so you're constantly coming back to it. And, and even if it's the tiniest little thing... You're doing it, and that's the motion that takes you forward. And do you advise, so once something is, do you advise, how do you advise people to put it out there? Like, what is the best way to do it? To put out what you want to manifest? Yeah. Okay, so that's a really good question. (laughs) (laughs) I should know. (laughs) Because my, my uh, my big take on it now is really to think about, think about all the different types of goals that we set. You know, um, yeah. we've got the goals that we write down, maybe sitting on a, a spreadsheet or a Word document. We've got bucket list items that are who knows where. We've got business plans. You know, a lot of us, particularly women, do vision boards. So those are yeah. there. And then, you know, we just had New Year's. So we've got New Year's resolutions. And I think that all of the components that sit on all of these lists that you have, are they even the same? So you kind of want to think about all of these different things, and, and it's it's like the Chinese food menu or the diner menu. You walk in, you look, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'm going to have those scrambled eggs, or I'm going to have the, the wonton soup. You all do the same thing because it's too confusing. So the best way to start with all of this is to, to bring it down to its lowest common denominator. You want the things that are on your list, quote-unquote, to be broken down to the smallest pieces. You want them to be similar so that you can work on things that are tangible and understandable for yourself. You don't have a hundred things you're going to work on. You really should have two, one personal, one professional, that you want to experience. What are the experiences that you want? So instead of all these millions of goals or things you want, like a, like a Christmas list, what are the experiences you want to have? And then reverse engineer from the experience to the action steps you can take every single day, every single week, every single month to build that out. So and I would think I would think sometimes the personal and the business or you know that personal and more that business may may collide, may not always be consistent with one another and what what do you do then? Like what gives? Meaning if they're totally different from one another? Well, yeah, maybe different or maybe just Maybe you're you're feeling it's not going to work together. Like there are too many discrepancies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that if, if that even happens. But what well, do you? Do I mean, it could happen. But I, but I think if you really think about what is that experience you want to have, I think you're going to find a common denominator. And I think it's helpful uh-huh. because look, you know, we think about okay, who we are in business. We think about who we are personally in our families, in our life, with our friendships. And people will come to me and they're like, I want to work on my business. You know, I'm starting as an entrepreneur and I'm working on whatever. And I kind of laugh because we're one person. We're 360. And if whatever's going on for you in your work life is mirrored somewhere 
in your personal life and vice versa. And no one's ever going to tell me different because I've proven it over and over and over (laughs) again. They mimic each other. And so you want to come together with things that are going to help you to, to be able to build both of those out. Now, they don't have to be identical, but they have to be friends, if that makes sense. Right. That's, yeah, right. That, right. It, it is possible to stay the course on both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you have to find some of the common denominators in balancing both of those. Otherwise, you're, you know, it's like moving in two complete no. different directions, and it's very hard to find that common ground. And you do have to hit a little bit of common ground between the two because they're both part of you. Right, right. Now, it's interesting. So you, I, I read where you said that sort of, well, we all know this, I guess, but that life is not a straight line and how scary this journey can be knowing that you can't chart it out exactly. Exactly. And that's that's where people get stuck right there. Right mm-hmm. there. That's the piece. Right. Because we want to know the end of the story. We want to go, we want to mm-hmm. run to the finish line where all goals sit and say, I've accomplished this. This is it. I know what it is. Yeah. We don't want the process. Right. And the process is where all the meat is. That's where the growth is. That's where all the good stuff really is. But we want to know the end. We want to know this is the end. And we forget that it, there's a lot of things that happen between where we are right now and where it's going. And that all happens in today. So we're all focused on tomorrow. You know, when I get to that goal, when it, this all happens, what's going on right now? And if you can bring it back to right now, you're going to be in motion on it and work on it. You're going to have energy around it. It's a very different, very different mentality. And, and they always say, you know, if you don't enjoy today, you know, you think about it tomorrow, you've missed today. Right. I, I would you're robbing that, yourself of today. Yeah. Because you're, you're out there in the future, same thing in the past. You know, a lot of people dwell yeah. on something that woulda, shoulda, coulda, or if only this had happened, or I miss this person, or, you yeah. know, now that I'm not married, or I'm not in that, that job, or whatever it was. And they're spending so much time in the past, or so much time in the future, that they're really not showing up today. And this is 24 hours that we have, 365 times over, to create the life you want. And it sounds really woo. Guess what? You bring yourself back to the current moment, you can take charge of, of, the, of the very next thing you want to do. It's, it's funny. It's you, almost automatic. When you say that to me, I find that to be the most exhilarating, uplifting <laughs> thing you could possibly have. <laughs> uh, really. It's the truth, and it's the only thing we really have. We don't think about it that way because we think we of, oh, never... when I get to whatever, tomorrow, next year, yeah. you know, no. What, can you, what piece of that can you do now? Even if it's the smallest piece, just do it. Love it. Step into it. Enjoy it. And that way, too, if something changes and you sit, show up for something and you say, hey, not so much, or I don't really, this isn't what mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, in the current moment and today, you can pivot. You can twist. You can turn. You can tweak. But if, yeah. you know, everything's about the goal, the goal, the goal, you miss it because you're still yeah. focused on the goal. You want to bring but it back I, I to honestly, you have control. Going back, you said, I, I need to... I'm sorry, what? What you just said about that every, like, I never thought about it that way, bringing up every day into a possibility. Right. Like, I think that's one of the most exhilarating, uplifting, <laughs> reaffirming things I've ever heard. So, when you say that, a mistake doesn't really mean as much as it would when you think about it in different terms. Right. Like, I made a mistake today, but, okay, tomorrow or in the next hour. Again, right. Yes. Right. But if you, you know, dwell on it, you know, for the next 10 days, it's what happened in the past. Or if it's yeah. all about only getting to that one thing that you said you were going to do five years ago and you're so focused on it, you miss yeah. all those nuances. And that, that's really, you know, we talk about goals being like that G word. The real G word you want to focus on is growth because we only grow in the current moment. We don't grow in the past and we don't grow in the future. We only grow today. So where is your growth? Where is your movement? Where are things, you know progressing in some way and that progression could also have a turn it doesn't have to be a straight line like like you were saying it's not all in a straight line so when when people come to you and they say okay i understand the concept or conceptually that's what i should be doing but i can't identify or i can't self-identify the looking for like what what's your like baby step with that that I'm sorry, you're breaking up, and I oh, can't hear the whole so, question. So, so when you're saying that, 
so conceptually, I, so someone says, okay, conceptually, I get it. Like every day is an mm-hmm. opportunity. Every hour is literally, if you break it up that way, every hour is an opportunity. And I can make a mistake and I can fix it the next hour. But conceptually, I get it. But what about like an actual baby step to get me going that way? What if I, like I, I can see it, I, I understand it conceptually, but how do I put it into action? Okay, well, that's, you know, kind of the whole coaching process behind it, and that's different for everybody. But it's basically those action steps that you can continue to take. Um, And one of the best tools that we all have is something so simplistic, and we carry it around with us all the time on a thing we call our phone. (laughs) Yeah. It's a calendar. And and, and it's Mm. getting in the habit of not just calendaring in your children's activities or your family events or that meeting you have at work, but actually calendaring in the steps that you need to take to get to the thing that you most want right now. So what is that thing you want to give back to yourself today? Maybe it's a pause. You know, maybe it's it's time to think. Maybe it's that, that walk that you want to take or maybe it's that class that you wanted to sign up for. How do you stay accountable to that um, on the day-to-day and really using your calendar not just to, as a, uh, an afterthought but really putting yourself in almost first. I hate to say it, but if you don't get yeah. in there, you don't get in there. And you kind of want to look at that, you know, if, if that class or that yoga class or whatever that is is really valuable to you but you're not doing it and then you're, you're upset that you're not doing it, then why aren't you doing it? So if it's a Tuesday, Thursday thing, just stick it in there. And if you miss one, you miss one. But then right. it's there. And then it becomes a part of the habit and the repertoire of what you do. So really, to answer your question, it's about creating new habits, new experiences um, every single day that, that, that start to stick, that start to work for you, and what the you know, nuances of that are, are, are individual. So, so it's, it's interesting. So let's say I'm starting a business and, you know, I'm thinking all these steps. Like, so my calendar step, it, it's not work steps necessarily it's just something in my life sort of giving me some sort of a schedule some sort of a that i'm accountable to something right yourself (laughs) right right and that's so hard right you keep thinking business 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 it's got to be this 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 but no you're being thinking balance 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 or like i what i like to call byob Bring your own booze. Right. <laughs> Bring your own balance. Bring your own balance. Because balance, we think about balance as being all these um, balls that we have to juggle, you know, constantly. Yes. Oh, my gosh. How are we going to keep all this in the air? What happens if we drop that one? It's made of glass. Oh, my God. And then we get crazy. And then we get it right for a second. And then we say, okay, this is good. I figured it out. And then we go about our business for a week or a month or however long, and then we feel really out of alignment. And the reason is, is because balance isn't about a juggling act. It's about relationships. It's about your relationship to all the key variables in your life right now, which could be very different tomorrow or next week or next year. So understanding what's, what those key important things are. It's about your relationship to yourself, and it's about your relationship to yourself and these key variables in your life in the current moment and nobody tells us that and that's why you could feel really balanced now and tomorrow not so much because you're not looking in again at the same variables we think okay we got it we hired that sitter or we you know fired that person or we did whatever it was we had to do in whatever aspect of our life but we don't check back in again and it's 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 almost a constant it sounds really you know overwhelming if you think about it that way but it's not it really brings it back down to the most basic steps to really keep you in in control of, you know, what what's most important to you. Because otherwise, you know, our life starts to run us, and that's where we get into trouble. So even though we now have this new perspective, which is, I, I really, I think, slightly life-changing <laughs> to me, especially what you just said, about, you know, it's hour by hour. You, you can screw up, and the next hour you're okay. Like, yeah. I think that is such a good way to look at it. But let's say, so I have this idea, and I'm supposed to look at it. I'm supposed to sort of take hour by hour, keep my eyes open. But how do you juggle that with also setting a plan in the future for the goals I want to accomplish? So how do you balance the two? How do I do my future plan but my daily regimen to get to that goal? 
So it's it's kind of that umbrella. If you think about, you know, from the top down. So if you if you don't have a thousand goals coming at you from a million different places, like we yeah. talked about before. So you don't want the bucket list to say one thing and the New Year's resolution to say another, and the business plan yeah. to say a third. You want to bring that down, look at the experience, and then once you figure out what that is, okay, I want to wear a size four, or I want to, you know, expand my network (laughs) so we can grow my business. What are then the things that you can do? Make that list. What are, you know, 10 things I can do, or, you know, one thing, 12 things I can do, one for every month that can help me to expand my network? Mm -hmm. What are 12 things I can do that can help me to be that size four, okay? (laughs) And break that down. Like yourself, that donut you know. probably is not your best choice. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, what? Put the donut down. Put the donut down. <laughs> put the donut down. <laughs> exactly. There's a step right there. If you put the donut down and you get in the habit of putting the donut down, yeah. you have a better chance of achieving that goal, right? So you want to stay focused on what you're putting out there. And, and if you bring it back to the current moment, you can really just sort of ask yourself, you know, what? What's now? What's the next thing that, that I can do? How can I stay focused on that? Um, I have a little mantra that I use if I'm kind of getting off track or I feel that maybe the day is getting away from me. We all have those, those moments, certainly. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say to myself, how can I stay in the conversation? And then I'll, I'll rework that. How can I stay in the conversation with that project? How can I stay in the conversation with that person? How can I stay in the conversation with myself? And then the next little piece will be, what can I do right now? And then I'll know. It's that email that I really need to send, or it's that pitch that I really didn't feel like working on, but I did. Or, you know, it's whatever that variable, or it's that networking event that I really need to commit to, not just have running around my head, okay, to get to. So what are those pieces you can do? And then one by one you do those little pieces. It almost breaks it down and breaks it down and breaks it down. So you're bringing it back into what's, what's my message for you tonight, Today, bring it back into the current moment. It's absolutely the best power tool you have. And any suggestions for people out there who work with a team? So you're an entrepreneur and you've got a team. How do you how do you work that with others that are all striving towards the same goal, but maybe have different, you know, daily processes that they go through like what's your best advice for people working with a team well one is consistency so you want to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're showing up and that all members of your team are showing up you know in in a like manner that you're not all over the place and you know one month you've got it and the next month no one talks to each other right Um, (laughs) so so that's important and you want to have wiggle room so that things aren't completely set in stone which is kind of what we were saying before you know, you want to have that autonomy to, to pivot and to, to change something out and to know that, okay, if this isn't working, we can move that a little bit or we can move this a little, we could try this, that those thoughts, those ideas are, are welcome, that things aren't set in a certain way and always done right. only this way. We're not machines. And when we try to operate like machines, it's, it's, it's rough. So I think staying, you know, in the conversation, so to speak, even, even on that with each other, the communication aspect really, really yeah. important as to, you know, not just assuming something's working or not just assuming because we've done it this way before that we need to do it that way again. You know, what are those new ideas or those those fresh ideas? And the other thing is to be curious, you know, with each other. Ask questions. Learn. Where can you show up? Where can you mentor? Where can you be, you know, a part of the day-to-day of it? Um, so it doesn't become something that's rote. It becomes something that's um, more alive and and functioning in, in, in the moment, too. Because it's a tough, I think, you know, people starting out with a group around them mm-hmm. and trying to bring all together on that same sort of path and journey and mission, it probably is a little bit difficult sometimes to wrangle everybody's... It is, because everybody's coming from a different different point of view and a different work ethic and what have you. Um, So you need to kind of set that tone as as a leader, because you are the leader, and everybody is following your cue. So if it's okay for you to make a mistake, not a big mistake, you don't want the company to go under or something to burn down, but the day-to-day errors, if you would, it's okay for you to show up and say, hmm. I'm not so sure that that idea worked the way we wanted it to. Where can we pivot on that a little bit? When you're showing up 
in all aspects as a leader. People are watching that. You know, it's the same thing at home. You know, you're your yeah. kid's first leader. And if you allow there to be um, your responses to adversity, your responses to success, your responses to all of it, they're watching. <laughs> yeah. Your employees, the people who work with you, your team, they're watching. They're looking for your cues. So make sure that you have some cues, that you're not, you know, kind of not really there. You know, you, all of us, all of us, whether we're in business or not, I fully believe that we are a brand. You're a brand. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you are your brand. How you show up every single day is your message, is your marketing, if you would. And, of course, if you have a business or you're in a business, it extends out. And so if we look at it like, okay, everything I do parallels that message, what's that message that I want to have come across? And you know, you know, responsibility so, for it. So interesting. So at our conferences, one of the things we ask the speakers many times is, you know, many women going back to work want to say, well, how do I, how do I translate what I did as a stay-at-home mom into something? And, and everyone out there knows everything we do. As, as oh a my mom, God! It, I mean, there's no, there's no harder job or no oh more diverse God. job on the planet. We can multitask more than anybody, but it's funny. And all the things that I've heard people translate into, you know, from this to a skill that you would present on a resume. Uh, it's so interesting, something you just said, I don't think I've ever heard it before. <laughs> and it's so true. It's, it is they, true. Always how are you marketing your yourself? Right. Also they're watching your reaction. So how do you react to success? How do you react to a failure? How do you react to a bump in the road? What do you do with it? What so do you interesting. Do with it? Exactly. And are you celebrating success? And are you celebrating yeah. the parts you got right, even if the end result of success isn't right? And that's right. a really important piece. Or explaining that failure is not always bad. Like when your kids no. fall down, it's all right. They know, right. Like, and letting them know. fall so that they learn what that is. Oh, and I, I really, really like that tidbit, too. That's a huge translatable skill. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we do. You do it basically 24-7. <laughs> we do, but we don't think about it. But if you Never. think about how can I market me, <laughs> it puts on a whole new thing. Like, like what do I want to wear? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what do I want to put on social media? You know, where, where am I going tonight? You know, it, it all becomes a thing, and it translates out, and you take more responsibility for yourself. Because sometimes we walk around as if somebody else should be responsible for us. And yeah. guess what? Mm-mm. Right. Us. Comes down to us. And I guess you said that is your brand. How you react yeah. to something. You're the CEO of your life. life. Yeah. You know, and, and business is, is a is a diversion of that, if you would. But but you know, day in, day out, three hundred and sixty five days a year, you're the CEO of your life. The business is part of that. You know, if you if you have your own business certainly. But you yeah. have to be able to run you. Yeah. You enterprises. Right. right? So. so Oh, I love that. <laughs> now, there is something I wanted to get to tonight that I love, something you mentioned, and it's a little bit off track, but not, not exactly, because now you're being you, and what are you going to do when you are being you and marketing you? The 10 things to experience in 2019. Will you tell us, tell us what to do? <laughs> God, I okay. need you to tell me. Let me let me run through this this <laughs> list, uh, which is really a, a a blog post, a newsletter post. Uh, but they're they're pretty spot on. So I'll, I'll yeah. just try to take just a moment to do it. Um, and I'm going to start with number two, which is the one that you highlighted. In I love that one. Yeah, one new thing. So what's your one new thing? One idea or action that moves the needle on fear? Because what shuts us down? Fear, right? So create that idea, a monthly one new thing in your life, and think about it that way. What's the one thing that will drive that experience that we're talking about that you most want to achieve? Identify it, and then just pick out 12 so that you have these kind of lined up to go, that one new thing. It takes you over the top of the things that, that you're thinking about. Another piece is to invest in the 100% rule, and we often get lost in this. We think that we're a fraction of something. We're a part. We're only a part of the team, or we're half of our marriage, or you know, it, 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 we're not fractions. We're a hundred percent a human, hundred percent of a person, hundred percent CEO of our lives. No matter whether a business failed, no matter whether a marriage failed, no matter whether you know you're part of a b- bigger group or you're a solopreneur, you're a hundred percent. So where do you show up in that hundred percent and allow yourself to you know not be the better half of something, but be the whole of something. 
when you think about it, that you're a whole number, it's it's much more solid, right? It feels like you're yeah. standing taller. So you want to stand tall when you're experiencing whatever it is you want to experience in 2019. The other piece is gratitude. Okay, now gratitude sounds easy, right? We're thankful. Of course we're thankful. But what are you thankful for? So a lot of people like to keep journals or maybe wake up in the morning and just ask yourself how, you know, what are the things I'm thankful for today? You know, and it, it may not be the same thing every day, or it may be, you know, family coming coming off of your lips every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the reason we like gratitude so much and abundance so much is when you're feeling grateful, really hard to be fearful. Think about that. So if you want to keep fear at bay, be gra- grateful. Um, another power tool we talked about is the idea of today. So you know, kind of what I wrote here, wear your good jewelry, eat on your fine china, burn the new candle, wear the new dress. We want to be in action. We don't want to save something for tomorrow that we can actually use in today. Okay? I love that one. All right? Fearing. Okay, so we talk about the concept of being fearless. You know, Wonder Woman, we're going to get out there and scale a wall someplace can't really be fearless. Fears are with you all of your life. But what you can do is you can learn to have habits around fear so that you can fear less. Two words, fear less so that you can do more. So when we are aware of what our fears are, it makes it a lot easier to pivot alongside them and still get something done versus retreat and not get that thing done. So kind of challenge yourself to those steps that you can take to fear less and do more. Another one is intuition. So our lives always speaking to us, but we're not always listening because we're really super busy people, right? So we don't hear some of the nuances of what the universe is saying or what we're saying or, you know, why did we bump into that person or are they in our lives now? You want to fine-tune that. You want to really listen to those whispers, listen to those voices, and lean into incorporating intuition into that overall experiences that we were discussing. Another thing that we want to experience is quiet, getting quiet, because we don't. We're so busy and we're so tuned on all the time that we don't um, give ourselves that time to be quiet and to move back into a little bit of silence so we can can hear what's going on for ourselves. Um, And it's really important to shift perspectives around that. And, you know, it's, it's a nice thing to be able to do for yourself, even weekly. Where can you have that little quiet time? You know, maybe it's to read. Maybe you're going to listen to this wonderful podcast. Maybe you're going to just, you know, close the door and, and, and you know, sit still for, you know, 20 minutes. And it's a good way to break up your day, too. If you're working on a lot of projects, where can you get quiet so you can think and reprogram yourself? You know, we, we charge our phones. We charge our computers. We don't charge ourselves. So get in the habit of doing that. Um, another component is something else we discussed, that, that plot twist, that idea that we can tweak and we can change things. They're not set in stone, um, and we want to be able to know that we can um, shift as needed in things um, and leave ourselves that, that variable. Another piece is to be ready. So be ready so you don't have to get ready. So we want to kind of have things kind of organized in some way so that when things do progress to a point that we want um, with experiences, we can just execute on them. So it's a lot of research on different things. Uh, often we, we want to wait, oh, it's not the right time, or as soon as my kids are old enough, I'm going to look into that. Well, why can't you look into it now and do the research part? Maybe you want to get that certification now. Maybe you want to start talking to people or intern somewhere. What are those pieces you can do to get ready for that big moment that you think is coming? Right. And lastly, lastly, and the most important is is how we think about success, because success breeds success, and you want to be in a situation where you're celebrating your successes and making that a habit, because we tend to think about the things we didn't do, the goal we didn't reach, the New Year's resolution that we didn't ever start, um, and I challenge you to think about where your successes have been and have you celebrated those and how can you lean into doing more of the pieces that worked. And I actually put together a program, um, a system based on that because I've worked with so many audiences and people around the concept of success. And it's called your Personal Success Accelerator System. And it's uh, basically a do-it-yourself challenge that takes all of 12 hours. Think about 12 hours in the course of an entire year and you can start it at any time. And I give you all the tools, all the worksheets, all the prompts, and a one-on-one with me. And you can find that on my website at randylevincoaching.com. It'll pop right up 
called your Personal Success Accelerator System, and it helps you make success a habit in your life. And those are those are really the, the ten. You know, I, I want to ask you about the success one because I think it also varies per person, the definition of success. Mm-hmm. And oh, absolutely. Some, and some may hold a very high standard of success, and some may, you know, be receiving of something maybe a little bit smaller as a successful thing. And, and how do you do or do you, I guess, coach people on that? Like, how do you define success? Well, I always ask people how they define success because everybody does define it differently. For some people, it's all monetary. For some people, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the little wins. And what I ask people to do is to really kind of keep an inventory on that, which is kind of what that success system is about in 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 a bigger way. But it's about keeping a personal inventory of, you know, what worked. And then you want to look at that. Those big things we're going to remember, but did you remember the small stuff? Did you remember the halfway point that you got on that goal, but you didn't get all the way there? Was that a fail? Or were there all these really incredible things that were successes that took you to that halfway mark that you just sort of crossed off the list and tossed away, but really could be things that you could use and and could be fuel for for other things that you're doing. So you really want to be able to look in at all the big and the little because it all paints a picture. It all works together. Like if you're doing a puzzle, you don't toss out the middle pieces just because, you know, the border creates the story. You do the entire jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) It's the same thing. But I, I think actually that's a great way to put it into perspective. Because I think in this in, in today's world, it's tough to think, you know, success on its own, just the word itself is a little scary. Mm-hmm. You kind of think, like, God, that's a high bar to set. But you can set that bar, I guess. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. And reset it at different times yeah. in your life. And what may be successful to you in your 20s out of college may be very different than the successes you feel as, as a parent. It could be very different than the successes you feel on a reinvented life. So it's where you are in the current moment, the variables that are around you, kind of comes back to balance in a lot of ways. You know, where does success fit into that, you know, and where, what is your vantage point on it? Because if, you're, if your vantage point is, you know, you're defining your success based on what somebody else thinks, or, or are those definitions yeah. that belong to you? And, it, and, and I guess uh, another weird question about the success thing. So if you're doing something and someone, and you feel pretty positive about it, like you think, yes, be successful, like, and things are bumping and things aren't great, but I'm confident with my, with the success of what's happening. But you who does not look like that way, and they're thinking, no, you got you to stop, this isn't working. What's your advice situation? Like, how do you define it? So you were breaking up a little bit. So how do you define it if somebody else is being judgmental about your well, success? If you yourself feel that maybe it, in the perfect world, it does it, it's not the perfect picture, but you're feeling pretty happy about it, pretty confident and thinking, yeah, I get it. It's not perfect, but I do mm-hmm. feel pretty successful. Somebody well, else is looking at it thinking, yeah, but you're missing X, Y, and Z. It's right. not successful. Change the course. So guess what? Whose life is it? Right. You know, whose life is it? And if at the end of the day you feel good and you're charged and you're happy and you're in a good place around what you're doing, then could there be a better? Could there be a worse? Sure. There's all kinds of variables, and there are all kinds of variables according to what other people think. But where are you in that spectrum? Where are you showing up for it? And if you are getting joy from what you're doing, if you feel energized by what you're doing, if you feel on point with the things you're doing, then that's your path. It's not somebody else's to judge or to live. And when you get to a point that you want to turn in that or you want to tweak it or you want to add on something else, guess what? You get the choice to do that. So it's powerful if you, if you allow yourself to be in control of that. We can't control the outcomes of things, but we control the steps that we take in between, how we respond, how we react. And very often we shut ourselves down based on somebody else's opinion or judgment yeah. or, you know, oh, they said it wasn't a good idea. You know, how many of us had a boss or had somebody who said somewhere along the way, oh, you're not really going to be good at that. And yeah. they didn't do it, right? But. But who said? Who cares? Who said that in that moment? Maybe they had a bad day. They right. told you that they didn't think that you'd be good. It has nothing to do with the reality of where you stand on that. So stand on your own ground. Be the CEO of your own life. Doesn't mean we don't listen to what other people say and take it under advisement. But you know, live your own happy. And I want to go back. We're running. Oh my! I want to talk to you all night about this. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is so encouraging. There is 
when we went back to the 10 things to experience in 2019, and as you mentioned, I did pick out the one new thing that really stuck with me. Yeah. So any suggestions, though, because that could be a little bit overwhelming. So one new thing could be a, like a very simple one new thing. Oh, yes. Right? So the could most you simplistic maybe thing ever. A little bit? It doesn't all have to be jumping out of a plane. Oh, let's see. I've always said I want to do that. I'm going to jump out of a plane. I mean, it could be. (laughs) But it could be something where, you know, um, you've never had a dinner party or you've never, you know, um, been the person that was the center of whatever or you never made a decision around X or you never traveled to such and such place. I mean, it could be on any level. But what is, where is that place that you're going to challenge yourself to show up with something new, something unknown that you haven't done before? So it could be the right. tiniest little thing, or it could be, you know, climbing the mountain, so to speak. So it's really personal, and it can be a combination of those things. And you don't want to pick out a thousand of them, but pick out one for each month or one for each experience. Bring it into the, the tapestry of 2019 for yourself and, you know, challenge yourself because that's what it's about. I, I am so sad you're out of time. <laughs> as, as I mentioned, and to those of you out there, we're launching the club, and it's something new for me. It's new for our team. There's your one and new thing. It is, and i got to tell you, everything you've said today has just it just encouraged me so much that we can do this. And there are going to be bumps, and, and, and that's true of everybody out there. There are going to be bumps, and things aren't always going to go the way they're going to go. No, nope. and go, it may take on a whole new direction of something you hadn't even thought about you know, over time. Um, and the question is, are you open to that? And, and that's where, you know, you get to, to make those choices as the CEO of your life. You get to direct the traffic. So, Randy, how can everyone get in touch? Because clearly they need to immediately. How uh, do they clearly. get in touch with you? <laughs> clearly. <laughs> how do they get I can already in- see the phones ringing. <laughs> um, uh, the, the easiest way is via my website at randylevincoaching.com, R-A-N-D-I-L-E-V-I-N coaching.com, and the Personal Success Accelerator System will pop up at you as well as on the homepage there's a Let's Talk tab. If you click on the Let's Talk tab, it opens to my calendar, and you can schedule a virtual coffee with me, and we can talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. So that's one of the best ways to get in touch with me and to, as I say, stay in the conversation. Well, I wish we could stay in this conversation well past what we have because selfishly, this is like a, a, a therapy session for me as well. What <laughs> said today, I, I just I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. It's just it's what you're sharing is helping so many people in so many ways, and I'm just so grateful for what you're doing and for sharing it with us tonight. It was an honor to have you on, and I just thank you for joining us. Thank you, um, Kathleen. Lots of fun. It was great. And everyone out there, um, as, as Randy told you, you know how to get in touch with her, do it right away. Um, if you want to hear this again, I'm sure you do. Tomorrow morning we'll be up on the iTunes podcast. It's called Morph Mom Moments. Um, and just go right to iTunes and you can listen to it again and again and again. Uh, I can't thank you enough again, Randy. And I, once I, I did mention this before. We will be having our next conference in June for Morph Mom. But we are launching the club, and we're thrilled. And Randy's advice tonight has helped me so much with what we're doing with the club. But basically, it's a 24-7 online community. We'll have webinars. And by the way, Randy is going to be doing one of our webinars. Which there is you go. Exciting. We're going to do a live Q&A webinar. Um, but so we're going to have uh, many webinars, uh, curated content. People will be writing in. Really, really excited about this. But just sort of a place to go 24-7 for support and confidence and encouragement, which is what Randy gave us tonight, and hopefully the club will give all of us always. Thank you again, Randy, and everyone out there. I'll see you next week. Good night, everyone. Good night.